And now for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones. And welcome to the report, everybody. I'm the Blazing Defender, Travis Jones, here to tell you what I thought was cool this week. Now, you might be like, man, that was some bullshit, Blazing Defender. Holler out. Let me know. Twitter, Facebook, uh, BlazingDefenderReport.com. I'm everywhere. Just give me a holler. Let me know. I'll give you a shout out on the air. It'd be fucking awesome. What's going on, everybody? The weather's changing. Uh, women are looking more beautiful. The, the nights are getting shorter, so you can go out and get your drink on, your party on. It's a wonderful time to be a fucking nerd, guys. That's all I can tell you. Hey, if you like being a nerd, go check out the Giant Size Team Up Network. There's a show on there for you. I guarantee it. If you like this show, if you didn't like this show, go there. How about that? There's better, way better shows than mine on there. DC On Screen, Breaking the Panel. Uh, we've got a host of other shows. Pokemon Go, uh, Booze and Phasers. I have to say that like that because if I just say it in my southern twang, I say boobs and phasers, and people are like, what? Did he say fucking boobs and phasers? No, it's boobs and phasers. Some really cool chicks drink wine, talk about Star Trek and a bunch of other nerdy shit. It's a great show. I've checked it out myself. Um, Really liked it. I was actually kind of surprised because me being a misogynist and all, I didn't think I'd really like it, but I really do. You should check it out. Um, All right, guys. um, Look. I'm trying to give shit away here. I'm trying to give shit away. Help me help you get some cool shit. You even get to fucking pick it out. I don't even know how I don't even know how much easier that could be. Give me a five-star review on iTunes. Hey, look, maybe I'm three stars. Okay, fuck it. I'm two stars. Lie. You lie all the fucking time. Lie and get some cool shit. Give me a five-star review on iTunes for every seven. I'll use a random number generator. I'll do a live thing on the fucking, on on the computer screen. That way you know it's legit. You'll win a up to $15 trade paperback Blu-ray movie on Amazon. You send me the link. I buy it. It comes to your fucking door. Bing, bang, boom. It's done. You helped me. I helped you. That's the way the fucking world should rock, right? Helping each other out. Just fudge a little bit. Even if you say, man, this guy sucks, but give me five stars. I'm cool with that. So do that, please. I want to give some shit out. I want to spread the love of comic books and the love of trade paperbacks and the love of this genre and just blazing defender love. Just some fucking shooting love everywhere. It's fucking squirting out and fucking getting all in your fucking TV set and your earphones and whatever you're fucking doing. Please do that. Help me help you get some cool shit. Now, on to the good stuff. I had a toy corner last week. I'm going to have a very, very small toy corner this week. Uh, It was something that I forgot to show you guys I got last week. Um, This is very fucking cool. I love this. I think it's so neat. Uh, It is a DC Comics multiverse action figure Batman, The Dark Knight Returns, Armored Batman. Now, if you're a fan of the show, you know The Dark Knight Returns is one of my favorite graphic novels of all time, my favorite comic series of all time. So check this motherfucker out. For all my iTunes listeners, my audio listeners, I apologize that you cannot see the fucking awesomeness 
of this. Look how pissed he is. Oh, he's mad. He's mad at you, Superman. He'll whoop your ass. He gonna get you. He gonna get you. Hey, uh, no, really, this is a very fucking cool figure. Uh, a buddy of mine snagged it for me at his local comic shop, The Zone. If you're in Louisville, Kentucky, get your comic books at The Zone. Um, I, this thing is badass. I love it. Uh, and no, I'm not taking it out of the box. Stop asking me. Now, I do have a couple things in the works that I probably should not take out of the box, but they're so awesome, I'm going to have to, and I cannot wait. That's going to be a very, very special toy corner. It might be a video of its own, uh, but I got two coming. One's should be soon. The next one, maybe a few months after that. So it's a pre-order. I got to wait for that shit. I know it sucks, right? But check that out. DC Comics Multiverse Batman, uh, the armored Batman Dark Knight Returns action figure. Now, I have one ordered that kind of goes along with this set. It's the Mutant Leader. And if you know their Dark Knight Returns straight paperback, if you don't, fucking shame on you. You should know that. Um, he has the big fight with the Mutant Leader in the mud hole. They're saying, mud hole, this is an operating table, boy. Or something like that. I don't know. He does it way better than me. Uh, it was kind of like my best Bruce Tim impersonation. But it is fucking awesome. I remember reading it. And going, oh my God, Batman is one of my fucking favorite superheroes of all time. He still is. Uh, but that's a very, very, very cool figure. All right. That ain't why you watch the show. I just kind of throw that in there, a little tidbit. Uh, comic books this week. Actually, this this past week, this week and this past week, um, I've got some really good stuff. Some shit I'm going to bash, which not uncommon on this show. I bash a lot of shit. Love a lot of shit, bash a lot of shit. My, my love goes both ways. I love the bash, love the love. You get it? Again, Blazing Defender, fucking squirting love everywhere. All right. For all you X-Men fans out there, I know Marvel's been kind of giving you the dick uh, with no lube for the last few years because of this whole fucking Fox, uh, Marvel Studios thing. You know, oh, you won't give us the rights back? Well, we'll shit on your, your, your source material. Well... They're doing that in a way, but the source material that they do have out there has been fucking outstanding. I'm not that big of an X-Men fan, which is weird because one of my first uh, foray into comic books was Wolverine. My dad was a huge Wolverine fan, which, of course, made me a Wolverine fan. Love the John Byrne X-Men. It's one of my favorite. Chris, Chris Claremont, John Byrne X-Men. Some of my favorite runs of all time. This one's up there. This one's fucking up there, man. Colin Bunn, Greg Land, and... Our Louisville boy, Jay Leaston, what up, what up? Uh, Magneto looking fucking pimp, and you're like, why is he dressed like a milkman? Well, there's a story behind that, and it's in here. Uh, what has been so cool about this book is, for one thing, Greg Land's artwork is fantastic. You either love it, you either fucking hate it, but it's fantastic. I love the way he draws villains. Uh, I'm sorry, women's. <laughs> Same thing, right? Oops, sorry, boobs and phasers. Uh, but no, really, I'm trying to find a good picture here of Psylocke. He draws, he draws Psylocke so awesome. But everybody's, all the women are just hot and smoking. This isn't really a very good picture, but you see how he draws her. She's beautiful, all busty and shit, looking badass. Uh, he draws some fantastic action scenes. Okay. Artwork aside, I'm not 13 anymore. I need something more than artwork. I'm not, it's not fucking image comics anymore. Okay. Old image. You know what I'm talking about. The Jim Lee image and all that shit. Great artwork on all the books. Sh stories were total fucking shit water. 
This is not that. Great artwork, incredible inking. I don't know if I've ever complimented an inker on the show before, but Jay, you're the first. Congratulations. This has been a phenomenal story. Magneto is one of my favorite villains of all time. He's running shit. And when I say the man got machinations, the man got mad machinations. He's got shit going on all over the place. A lot of stuff that X-Men do not know about. Now, what's cool about this story is it kind of goes back to where he recruited Psylocke to be like, hey, look, man, we've got to, mutants are going down. We got to get basically the X-Force back together. That's kind of what it reminds me of, even though it's sitting in an X-Force book. He's basically forming a hit squad. Psylocke's all in. Okay, even though she's got this Archangel shit going on, um, they kind of bring him into the fold, which has been really, really cool. Uh, but this issue, uh, one of his machinations uh, comes to fruition where they find out that he's been butting up with none other than an X-Man baddie, the Hellfire Club, Sebastian Shaw. Uh, God darn it, now they're all fucking leaving me. Uh, Black Tom Cassidy, all these guys. Now, if you read the Magneto solo series before this, there was a chick called Briar, uh, Miss Lay, uh, Raleigh is what they called her, and she's like, you can call me Briar. So she is somebody that had befriended Magneto, kind of having an agenda of her own. Um, that kind of, I don't know if it's gone away totally or what, but her and Mags are super close still. She's in the Hellfire Club now um, as the white, or no, I'm sorry, Monet has become the white queen. So even Monet knew that, that Magneto was doing was getting cozy with the Hellfire Club. Um, now, he's kind of wanting Psylocke to come on as the black queen. He is the white king of the Hellfire Club because they kind of have this, this hierarchy of uh, like a not a paramilitary type of hierarchy, but like a social hierarchy, and they give them like chess piece names and shit. Pretty bad dudes. Uh, well, they're they're. I don't want to give it away because I try to do that in the book. But they have Psylocke is being led to believe that the Hellfire Club, even though they're bad, it's like Magneto said. Sometimes their uh, wants coincide with our wants. So what better way to keep an eye on them than be a part of them, use them to our, our needs. And Hellfire Club's kind of like, Black Tom and them are like, oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah, you guys are badass. You kick our asses all the time. We'll join the club. So they basically go to where mutants are being manufactured, which is going to be another story. And they go to take them down. There's a big fight that ensues and some other shit happens. Uh, I don't want to give it away at the end. I try to make the I try to make the story, the comic itself, spoiler free. I try sometimes. But I want to get the cool points apart or, or out to you. So maybe you think, man, I haven't read a good X-Men book in a long time. This may be it. This is on issue 12. It's been really, really good. This Colin Bunn, Greg Land uh, uh, run on X-Men has been fantastic. Uh, I love every week I see it. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Um, so Magneto is still doing some shit like the X-Men think, OK, he's got this hellfire thing. That's what he ha- was keeping from us. No. At the end here, you find out Magneto has more surprises in store. So, uh, again, I look forward to this book every week. I see it. Now, the next book is from this week, actually. 
It's Batman number six. Okay, and that is the Tim Cell variant cover. Uh, it's very, very cool looking. That's Gotham Girl, uh, maybe the worst alias uh, or superhero name ever, Gotham and Gotham Girl. I hated it. Uh, but anyway, this series has been excellent. Uh, I, I usually review one of the Batman books every week, so it's usually one of the best in my stack. Tom King, I am a fucking fan. He's the writer on this. Alan Rice is the artist. The art is fantastic. Tom King is writing a very unique, but uh, staying very true to the Batman character with this Gotham girl and Gotham uh, storyline. Last issue. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Close your ears if you don't want to hear what happened last issue. Gotham is dead. Gotham is dead. Um, they come to find out the origins of their powers were they basically went to somebody and paid a shit ton of money for these abilities. But the catch is the more you use your abilities, the more life it takes from you. So, uh, therefore, Gotham kind of got fucked up by a psycho pirate and uh, Doctor Strange, Hugo Strange. They did a number on Gotham. He went kind of ape shit, killed a bunch of people. Batman had to take him down, which of, of, he kind of did, I guess. You have to read the issue. Very Batman-ish. Well, now Gotham Girl, who still, she had a number done on her as well by Psycho Pirate. Um, even though she didn't go batshit crazy like Gotham did, she is struggling. Her psyche is just damaged. Gotham is gone. That was her rock. That was her brother. Uh, they had went through so much shit together. They had lost their parents together. It had, had, had bought these abilities together. Well, now he's gone. So Batman, he really can't take her out. And plus, he don't want to end her because he feels sorry for her. He, she needs help. And at the end, Batman does what Batman does. He figures it out. He figures a way to reach her. And we think he may have had a breakthrough. Now, he ends up finding out where uh, Psycho Pirate is, is being held. Uh, Bats is mad because Gotham and Gotham Girl's origin story is very, very similar to his own. This has been a great run. Very, very well done. The very end of this, the last page, I'm looking at it right now. Batman goes to someone. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't like Batman needing anybody. But in this case, he might need some help. So he goes to somebody that I know it's killing him to ask for this person's help. This person agrees. But with this person, there's always a catch. So I'm very, very curious to see uh, the beginning of this new storyline, which the next issue they're, they're saying is not the Monster Man. So I'm sure it's going to be like a standalone issue. And then on 1019, I Am Suicide Part 1 begins. Now, I kind of gave it away in naming that that issue, the Part 1 issue, uh, I Am Suicide. So, But it's going to be fucking cool, man. Tom King, you had big shoes to fill uh, following Scott Schneider and Capullo. You're doing it, man. Very well executed uh, Batman story. Now, I love this book. Jupiter's Legacy number three? Yes, three. Uh, this book is so very freaking cool. For one thing, Frank Quietly's art is fantastic. Um, if you don't know, well, that's his art on the front. That looks pretty cool. You're like, ah, yeah, it's all right. 
He draws action scenes like nobody's business. Now, Jupiter's Legacy, there was a Jupiter's Legacy 1. Then there was a Jupiter Circle, which told the story about Jupiter Legacy's character's parents and all that stuff. And the reason that's relevant is because one of the parents makes a huge, uh, let's say, entry into the war that's been going on in Jupiter's Jupiter's Legacy. Um, Basically, a bunch of superpowered shitheads have taken control of the planet, basically. Uh, Their parents were great people. They did good. One guy gets into their head that was a part of this great group, and which you always kind of seen coming if you were reading Jupiter's Circle, and basically manipulates them to his whim. So now you've got some of the other kids that still stayed good. They're trying to combat them. And it's one dead end after another. And if you love like superhero stories, like I'm talking major damage where no one is safe. I mean, people die in this book all the time. It is it is amazing. And the one guy that makes an entrance, I'll show you. Uh, from Jupiter's Circle is Sky Fox. And Sky Fox, man, was a trip back in the 60s and 70s. There he is smoking his cigarette in his fucking weird old costume, but he's a bad boy. They're all badasses. I love this book. Frank Quietly's art makes it. Mark Millar writes it, of course. Uh, He's one of my favorites. Even though Mark's stuff as of late hasn't been as good as his original stuff to me, uh, but very, very good book. Check it out. It's only on issue three, so uh, check out the trades. I tell you what, better than that, leave a fucking five-star review on iTunes for Blazing Defender Report. You might get it. If you want it, I get it for you. It's probably less than 15 bucks, I would, I would hope. Uh, I can find it for 15 bucks. I'll send it to you. But uh, it's, it's excellent, excellent story. Speaking of excellent stories, all right. If you've watched this show, I review this book every week or every every month it comes out, I should say. Tokyo Ghost. This is the variant cover. It's going to be very hard to see. There we go. If I can get the lighting right. There she is. A Tokyo Ghost riding a big ass. I don't know. What is that? A freaking moose or some shit? It's badass looking. I know that. This is the variant cover. Very, very, very cool. Uh, this is it. This is Debbie, a.k.a. the Tokyo Ghost, fighting Davy Trauma for basically all the marbles. This is it. Davy Trauma has given her an option. Be with the one that you love, who's dead. Davy killed him. But you can live in a virtual reality where you'll never know the difference. And just be happy for the rest of your life. Or we can fucking fight and I'll kill you. Debbie's like, fucking bring it on. Uh, Even though, that's what's so cool about this book is the things you think will happen, they still might happen, but you doubt it for a minute. You're like, holy shit, she ain't going to take the deal. Or she's going to take the deal. Oh, my God, what's she going to do? Oh, shit. I mean, it's the way this book has been. Uh, one of the main characters is killed and like, fuck, I don't know. It's been like four or five issues ago now, I guess. But the story still rolls on. All the, the murder of the main character does, kind of like Game of Thrones, just it brings the story momentum. It drives it forward, and you just cannot wait till the next till the next issue. Now, uh, what David Trauma's trying to do is he's killing all life and going to jack everybody's conscience into a virtual reality, and he's going to be God. You want to talk about a megalomaniac, this dude's the, the best. Uh, 
uh, Rick Remender, the the writer on this, fucking fantastic. He's one of my faves. And Sean Murphy, who is slowly becoming my favorite Arvis. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's up there, man. He's top three. No, no doubt. No doubt top three. Uh, the art is fantastic. It's so detailed. He draws action scenes great. He draws faces great. Uh, Debbie is total badass. And, you know, this is this is the culmination. This is issue 10. This is the final showdown, the final battle, the end of Tokyo Ghost. There is no more. Even though they kind of left it open at the very end, something happens. Uh, some tech survives, I'll say that. So, I don't know. Love to see them bring this book back, but this is a fantastic series. One of my favorite of 2016, no doubt, for sure. Okay, another book that is epic. In, uh, it's such a simple, simple premise. And this is what they should do the movie on. Black Widow. Now, if you see that's Mark Wade and uh, Sam Nee. Oh my God! This book, uh, yeah, Chris Chris Samney. Um, they did a run on Daredevil that was fantastic. This has been no less as fantastic. Action, action, action! Holy shit! There's some story, and the story. The reason I say holy shit there's some story because it's awesome. It's Black Widow, big fucking Black Widow, badass spy, badass assassin badass interrogator i mean you get the picture this is that book this is an incredible story that is action filled from the get-go iron man makes an appearance in this actually it's more tony stark some stark tech was involved in a conspiracy cover-up which imagine that tony didn't know about tony's like the smartest dude that gets his tech jacked all the fucking time i've never seen nothing like it but Widow, oh man, I don't even, I can't even tell you that because it fucking ruined the story. I'm not, so I'm not going to tell you. This is a great book. Uh, this is what I wish they would do a movie about. Widow just being a spy, like a spy thriller with some badass martial arts, chase scenes, jumping out of helicarriers, taking on multiple guys. I mean, it's uh, taking on multiple guys. That would be pretty cool to see Widow in a movie. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I digress. Um, literally. This is a fantastic book, and it's only on issue six. So go back and get the the, the first issue was jaw-dropping. Very little dialogue, if all. Like, if you're taking a crap, you know, before the first splash, you're going to be done with it. But before the second splash hits, you're going to go back and read it again and just follow the panels because the action is so amazing. So Sam Nee does a freaking fantastic job. Mark Wade, a legend. Uh, this is a great run. Uh, best Black Widow, the best Black Widow standalone series that they've done, hands down. All right, what more do you fucking need, right? All right, now this is a book that I read, I got off of because I didn't like it, and I'm gonna tell you, I'll be honest, uh, I bought it for the cover. Now that's Cap's new shield, and it's dripping blood, and then you're like, who's that guy? If you're not familiar. That is fucking Cable. See the glowing eye and the big-ass gun? Love me some Cable. Very, very excited to see that he was in this Uncanny Avengers. Okay. For you Deadpool fans, 
this was a very cool uh, beginning. It's basically Deadpool goes to the vaults to break out uh, Clint Barton, who, spoiler, if you haven't read Civil War II, the big summer event that Marvel has been throwing around, close your ears, count to five, I'll be done. Clint Barton kills Bruce Banner. Boom. Now, you're going to go, what? I heard that. What the fuck? He, there's a reason. Or is there? Or was it good enough? You, you decide. Well, Deadpool is breaking into this prison to break Hawkeye out. He, he's like, Banner asked you to do it. You're one of the good guys. I know this. You don't deserve to be in here. You're coming out. And I won't tell you what Hawkeye does because that would be spoiling shit, and I don't do that on this show. Now, the next, uh, the next scene we have is Cap and Cable getting into um, a very heated debate. Now, if you haven't been uh, reading Civil War II, Civil War II is very... To me, it's more thought-provoking than Civil War I was. And I'll give you the premise real quick. Uh, you've got a kid, an inhuman, that can predict the future. So what they've done was Carol Davers, Captain Marvel, has created a task force solely based on what this kid Ulysses, Ulysses says to go out and stop uh, catastrophes happening before they happen. The kid predicted Thanos arriving. He predicted a bunch of other shit. Stark has been the one that says that's bullshit. You cannot predict the future. It's impossible because there's so many variations of what could happen. So many different timelines. So I won't tell you how it kind of figures out, but that is drawing a line between people, you know, heroes have taken sides. So Cap and Cable, Cable being from the future, mind you, uh, it's kind of like, um, you know, I'm out of here. Um, and, and Ulysses sees something that Cable does in the future. Cap goes to confront Cable about it. And Cable's basically like, get the fuck out of my way. It's a very cool standoff between Cable and Cap, uh, which you don't see a lot of because they're pretty cool with each other. But Cap's kind of falling on this side of like, well, maybe this kid's right. We can't not do something about it. I'm not saying we should take it all the way to where you lock Cable up, which that would be awesome to see. Uh, but that's coming because Cable is on his way to do some, some crazy shit that we don't know about yet. He has snuck Rogue on board the plane, and they're leaving to go to the future. And he also has Toad and Sean Cassidy with him. Now, if you remember, Sean Cassidy is working with Magneto and them from the Hellfire Club. Related? I don't know. We're going to fucking find out. But this issue alone really got me uh, wanting to read Uncanny Avengers again. And I'm going to. Um, I kind of didn't know what was going on. But, like I said, it, I knew it was about Civil War II. And it even tells you on the cover there, Civil War II tie-in uncanny avengers 13 check it out man uh pretty good starting point for what's to come next i believe so check it out now now i'm gonna get i'm gonna get negative i'm gonna get negative nelly for a second justice league brian hitch is justice league now you're like what well that's a fucking cool ass cover it's very cool that's a batman versus superman cover 
and of course, it is, is that Jim Lee? I believe that's Jim Lee's art. Yeah, that's definitely Jim Lee's art. So, what's not to love, right? That's a fucking cool, that's cool artwork. And Brian Hitch does the artwork as well as writes. Um, that's the problem. I like Brian Hitch's artwork. I know some people don't. I like it. I think he draws action scenes very, very well. He doesn't give you that big blocking. I'm trying to flex my lats and look bigger on screen there. Yeah. He doesn't give you all that. Like a lot of muscle-bound guys like Frank Cho, uh, uh, you know, John Byrne. You know, he doesn't give you that look. He gives you a much more streamlined look. They're, they're muscular as hell still, but thinner. Which uh, it looks more like um, like the movies, you know. It's very cinematic. His style is very cinematic. His his shots are very cinematic. Like, let me see if I can find a good picture of one. Uh, sorry, iTunes guys. Uh, no, you don't like it when I do that. Um, there's not a whole lot of action in this one, uh, but I will show you the last page. Green Lantern with a beard. <laughs> That's dope. Anytime superheroes have beards, it's fucking awesome. Um, but I will tell you, they need to wrap this motherfucker up. It's went on too long. It's the story of Ryo or Ryu or however the fuck you say it. It's the Kryptonian god. He does exist. He's been around for a millennia and then some. He's basically stealing essence from worshipers, going around different timelines. It's confusing. It started out great. He was giving everybody equal billing, and everybody kind of played a part. Then he killed Superman. Then they brought him back. Really? Really? It's just really sucked, man. It's not. This is fucking nine issues, dude. It was one story arc, and I guess it's coming to a close, but it's like Ryo's done some more shit where it looks like, holy shit, the Justice League ain't even going to be enough to take him down again. So, I don't know. It's kind of like, just beat him already and let's move on to the next guy. Nine issues, way too fucking long. In my opinion. In my opinion. If you disagree, holler at me. Let me know you disagree that you thought it was fucking epic. Uh, the last book I'm going to talk about. Is this the last book? Boom. The last. Boom. There's a, a hat trick. The hat trick. 28, 29, and 30 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, you're like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Shut up. Yo, you shut up. You don't talk about Buffy. Don't you fucking ever talk about her. She's a fucking saint. She's saved us more times than you'll fucking ever know. Huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan right here. Now, no one was happier than me when I heard that season eight was going to be in the comic books. Season 7, I bawled, I cried, oh no, it's over, fuck me. Then they said it's going to relive in the comic books. I'm like, great. Season 8, fantastic. Season 9 was okay. Was the season 9 was okay? Don't know. I'm going to tell you. Um, I had a gift card, so I had some money left over, so I'm like, I'm going to buy, buy some Buffy books. Just try to catch up. Uh, I, I read the last three issues. Now, the reason I read the last, I say last three, this is the last three issues of season 10. There was season eight. It ended. Season nine obviously ended because now we have season 10. So that's the, that's how many seasons we are in the comic book. Uh, fucking awesome. It makes me want to go back and reread 
eight, nine, and beginning of ten. Uh, I believe I've read nine again. So I need, I just need to go back to the beginning of ten, find out where it starts. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, Christos Gage is he's he's Josh Wheaton esh. He's very he knows these characters. He knows what they sound like. He knows how they are. Uh, it, like reading this is like watching a fucking episode. Now, uh, Re- Re- Rebecca Isaacs does the artwork. The artwork is okay. Um, Man, I wish they could get a, like, I don't know, like Sean Murphy or, or you know, somebody fucking epic to do uh, to do Buffy. I just I just want to see what it would look like with this. I mean, the art style is is adequate. Um, here, I'll show you. This is a little a little flash page of it. And there's Buffy. She's crying, giving a speech. Imagine that Buffy giving a speech. Uh, but it was very, very cool. Some shit happened. You're like, oh, my God. Then. You're like, okay, that was probably the climate. Oh, my God, something else happened. Very, very cool. Just like watching the TV show, I'm back on the Buffy train again. So I'll be uh, reviewing more bu- more Buffy books. I believe season 11 starts in October or November. I can't remember. It's probably October, somewhere around Halloween, I bet. Get it. Check it out. It's going to be a great jumping on point. Um, and they're real good at the beginning of the the books when they start a new storyline of of bringing people up to speed. So uh, all three of those books were very, very cool. So what I'm saying is is go back and get season 10, read season 9, read season 8, read them. Read them. If you're a Buffy fan, I know there's a lot out there, then check them out. They're very, very well worth the read. Uh, Strong female character. There's not a whole lot of them in the comic universe. There are. Don't get me wrong. Holy shit. I just started fucking uh, a war. No, I did not mean that. What I meant was, yeah, fuck it. I did mean it. There's very few. if, If you name the top five female comic book characters of all time, let's just say characters of all time, Buffy's going to be in there. Very few have surpassed her and what she has done for women in comic books and the in the sci-fi drama and the 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 the, the comic genre any of it uh buffy has been an icon uh and fuck i love her so all right um that's it basically check out giant size team up network check out the blazing defender report on itunes leave the fucking five star review uh, I didn't do a loot crate read, but I think we still have some time till the 19th, I believe. It's the speed one. Get your gone in 60 seconds exclusive item. No, I shouldn't have said that. That was stupid. Uh, but there is flash stuff. The theme is speed this week. Go put giant size team up in the coupon code and get some loot off your loot crate. And trust me, they do other shit. Uh, they do. They have a shirt subscription. They have a sock subscription. You can buy the two and save some money. Uh, I'm actually doing the shirt subscription. I haven't got my first one yet, but I'll be sure to show you. They have some awesome shirts. Not lying to you. And I think it's like nine bucks a month. Can't buy a fucking cool shirt for nine bucks a month. I'm telling you. But you give me a couple fucking Doctor Who shirts and some Pokemon shit, and I'm out. I'm telling you. You need to have some cool shit. Uh, but we're going to find out. We'll find out about it. But you doing that helps out me, helps out the network. It's great. Again, check out some other shows on the network. Guys, we live in a fucking tumultuous time. Did I say that right? I don't think I did. Just just say I didn't say that. We live in a fucked up time. That's more me anyway. 
Um, you, we've got to start taking care of each other. There is no white. There is no black. Uh, there's atrocities created against every color, every person, every gender. We've just got to take care of each other. Do to people how you want to be treated. Talk to people how you want to be fucking talked to. And the world will just slowly but surely get better. I promise you. Uh, we'll work these problems out, but we've got to stand together. If we're at each other's throats all the time, nothing's going to get done. I don't know where that came from. There's a microphone in front of me, and sometimes I just say shit. Uh, but no, really, uh, I, my refuge is comic books, alcohol, and drugs. No, really, just, yeah, well, kind of is. But uh, more so comic books. Uh, they're my escape they're what I love. Uh, as you can tell by the shit around me, it's, uh, it reminds me of a happy childhood and how things should be. Um, I don't know. Everybody said fucking superpowers. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? Fuck you, ISIS. We're coming for you. No, they'd probably get them too. Then the fucking world would be destroyed. But anyway, uh, which leads me to like Jupiter's legacy. That's kind of like Jupiter's legacy. If I have to, to compare it to something, it's kind of like a bunch of terrorists got superpowers and so it takes the action of a few good people to not stand by and do nothing but to act. Uh, and that keeps bad people at bay, hopefully. All right. Uh, no, really, guys. I'm rambling now. So thank you very much for watching the show. Please check me on iTunes, Blog Talk. Just fuck, you'll fucking find me if you want to. Uh, please reach out. Let me know what you thought about the show this week. Uh, I am fucking dead set on a weekly schedule now. The guys that do my show are getting it out on uh, very quickly for me now. I love that. Thank you, Mike and Chris. It's fantastic. Uh, so now I think I can start pushing them out once a week and, and get having more content, going through some some more books, some more obscure books that some people may not be familiar with. Um, if you know somebody that's new to the comic world, tell them about my show. Tell them to check me out. Um, you can listen to me while you're cutting your fucking grass, while your old lady's arguing. Just put your headphones in, listen to some BDR. Uh, you're gonna love it, or you're you'd love it. You'd love it as opposed to hearing your white bitch at you, right? So, uh, get, help me get the show out there. Leave the leave the iTunes reviews so I can get you a cool trade paperback or a movie, whatever you want. Uh, Civil War came out today, Cap 3. Get that shit. It was fucking dope. Watch that. Tell me what you thought. Give me some feedback. Give you a shout out on the air. Other than that, everybody love each other. That's all for the report, guys. Thanks a lot. Peace. Peace.